This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? She didn't, she didn't give me any checks. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Let me say this. Let's take the Belize trip. That was a birthday gift to me so I paid nothing for that trip. Zero. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself it wasn't any of their damn business. NBC News has learned that her never asked that question, according to two people familiar with the interview last fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. I guess the foot's on the other hand now, isn't it? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. 844-500-4242. We continue to monitor this uh, this uh, rather memorable day in the uh, courthouse in in Atlanta today. She she just admitted the DA that there was a tax lien on her on her house, forty six hundred dollars, and that she was paid apparently to give money to by the authors of some new book called Finding the Fraud, which is of course a fraudulent quote. We'll we're going to keep monitoring this, and we're going to come back to it. But there was a huge story yesterday, and it continues to unfold today. And it's uh, it's about the uh, the deep state, uh, how they originally began the Russian collusion hoax, and it had nothing to do with an Australian uh, coming across. I think George Papadopoulos, and uh, you know him talking about how the Russians had uh, the dirt on Hillary Clinton. The reality was, according to Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, that uh, uh, Brennan at the behest of Obama and uh, the rest of the uh, the White House at the time, decided they wanted to take out Trump. So they decided to go after Trump's and his associates. But they couldn't do that without probable cause in the United States. We have this thing called the Constitution, theoretically anyway. So they, de- so they decided that they would have their uh, foreign intelligence operatives uh, from the, uh, the other English-speaking countries, the so-called Five Eyes, including the CIA, uh, uh, American operating outside of the uh, U.S. limits, U- the U.S. Uh, mainland. And so they, they, they put out a list, apparently, of 26 people to go after, to bump into, to bump into. And one of them was a guy named Roger Stone, and uh, I, wanted to t- I wanted to talk to somebody who was bumped into, and uh, he was bumped into more than somewhat. He, he, they, they basically wrecked his life with the bump. And uh, so Roger Stone is now joining us. Roger, uh, I, I think you take this as a badge of honor, do you not, being one of the 26 or 28 people that was bumped into? Uh, I do today, Howie. I mean, it's, uh, I put me and my family through two and a half years of living hell. But now all the pieces are complete. Uh, I had suspected much of this. I knew a lot of it, but now I know all of it. 
you may remember that my good friend Judge Andrew Napolitano said all this several years ago. He was ostracized when he said the British had spied on Trump associates, Trump and Trump associates. He was hounded for being wrong, except he was right. Right. And what we now know, what we now definitively know is in order to have plausible deniability, John Brennan of the CIA cooked up this plot to have foreign intelligence agencies bump into 26 Trump associates, of which I was one. How did this manifest itself? Well, now I now realize that when a uh, left-wing media outfit called The Smoking Gun contacted me and seemingly had copies of Twitter direct messages between myself and uh, the persona of Guccifer 2.0, which I found rather odd since you would think those would be confidential, uh, I was scratching my head. Now, when you look at that actual limited exchange, it took place three months after WikiLeaks had already published the DNC Clinton material for which right. this entity, Goose for Two, had publicly taken credit for. So after the facts, ex post facto, I myself immediately published the full content uh, of our exchange. It's benign. There's no evidence of collaboration or collusion or any illegal activity. Uh, but uh, Robert Mueller's prosecutors were able to use this alleged contact with Russian intelligence uh, and spin it into a criminal indictment against me. Right. Uh, which was because a, a you didn't recall. But my understanding is you didn't recall some of the stuff as if anybody recalls emails they sent a year and a half ago. I mean, you might recall one particular email, but you're not going to recall just standard uh, daily correspondence, and they indicted you for forgetting that. And then you should see, have you been watching the, what's going on in Atlanta today? Uh, the, yeah, it's really extraordinary. Isn't it? I mean, the but they're not going to be indicted. You you almost went to prison for this, for nothing. Yeah, the, the whole point of it, I guess, is that, yeah, I did make misstatements in my voluntary testimony in front of the House Intelligence Committee, but none of them hid any under underlying crime. None of the things I didn't recall were material to any misdeed. Yeah. So, look, they indicted me to pressure me into testifying falsely against Trump. That's what they really wanted. They, they, they had unlimited power, unlimited money, unlimited uh, authority, and they Time. couldn't find any evidence of Russian collusion because there was none. So they wanted to fabricate it, and they wanted me to say that some of the 26 uh, phone calls that they had records of between me and candidate Trump in 2016 pertained to the WikiLeaks publications and Russian intelligence. It was all nonsense. I refused to say it. I refused to lie. And because of that, I was briefly, you know, facing seven to nine years in prison. Uh, thanks to the good grace of Jesus Christ uh, and Donald J. Trump, uh, you know, I got a, not first a commutation, then a full presidential pardon. You know why, Howie? Because I did nothing wrong. Right. Uh, absolutely. I mean, does this does this give you some kind of standing to uh, to try to sue the feds? I, I know it. You know, Carter Page has been doing it for years and all this. But I mean, obviously, they had no probable cause. They had no reason to go after you. And they're going to say, well, it was a foreign country. But still, they they violated your rights and the rights of everybody. All the, the other 25 or 27 people that they went after, did they not? You'd have to prove it. Look, here, here's the point. On January 20th, 2017, that's inaugural day. 
the day Trump is sworn in, there's a story on the front page of the New York Times above the fold that says three people, Paul Manafort, Carter Page and Roger Stone are under federal government surveillance for their contacts with Russia. Howie, I'm scratching my head. I have no contact with Russia. I have no idea what they're talking about. By the way, the, the New York Times will not retract that story. They insist that they have three sources. And the government, in discovery in my trial, they insisted they had no record of them having done anything of the kind. Why would we believe them? I don't. You know, as the, the the question of the old labor secretary in the uh, Reagan administration, wh- where does Roger Stone go to get his uh, his reputation back? Where does Roger Stone go to get all the money back that he had to spend on legal expenses? Because and, and they weren't even trying to frame you; they were trying to to use you to frame Donald Trump. Well, here's the great thing: half the people in the country get this. Half the people love me. Half the people know that I that unlike Michael Cohn, I refuse to lie save my own skin. The other half of the people are convinced that I'm a Russian spy because, well, I was gagged during my trial. Does this sound familiar? I was gagged during my trial. I wasn't even allowed to defend myself. So the fact that the government never produced any evidence whatsoever of Russian collusion or WikiLeaks collaboration or any other crime, that just gets lost in the wash. On election day, November 3rd, 2020, by court order, The U.S. Department of Justice is forced to finally disgorge the long-redacted, hidden sections of Robert Mueller's final report. And how you know what he says? What? He found no evidence of Russian collusion or WikiLeaks collaboration on my part or any other crime. And even if I had received anything from WikiLeaks, which I didn't, he concluded it wouldn't have been a crime. So two years, three and a half million dollars I had to raise for my legal defense later— uh, they concede that, well, I really didn't do anything wrong. And you, you even had to, like, uh, cash out your grandkids' uh, college education accounts, I, I seem to recall, right? We lost we lost everything. I lost my home. I lost my car. I lost most of my insurance. Uh, I lost my savings. Yeah, I had a, 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 a fund set aside for my grandchildren's college education. I had to liquidate that. We were, literally lost everything. And we're in the process of rebuilding even today. Yet I still can't go sit in a civilized restaurant without some leftist screaming at me that I'm a traitor and a Russian spy, which means they really didn't follow my trial or they'd know otherwise. Wow. Have you talked to Trump about this any anytime soon? Or have you talked to any of the other 25 or 27 people about this? Uh, he's been traveling since this uh, hit the, 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 the air, so I have not talked to him, although I'm in a pretty regular talk uh, touch with him. I must tell you, for a guy who's under the kind of pressure that he's under, he is amazingly calm. He, he's amazingly confident. He's amazingly determined. He's amazingly resolute. The guy's mood is really, really good. Uh, to put up with the stress level where they're trying to lock you up for 600 years— for things that you that are completely fabricated he, he's very confident of victory and of course you saw his famous interview with leslie stall in which she insisted no there's no evidence you were spied on now actually we have overwhelming evidence that both he uh, and the members of his campaign right. team and advisors like me were indeed spied on 
Right. And, and, they, they're, and they're still lying about it. British intelligence uh, issued a statement to uh, Taibbi and Schellenberger saying we were never asked to, uh, to, to perform uh, uh, wireless uh, surveillance or some such phrase as that. And they never asked them about uh, wiretap. Wiretapping is the word. And, th- and they never asked them if they wiretapped anybody. They're answering a, que- a question that wasn't asked to, to try to – they're still lying. But, and everybody else just says no comment. I mean, they're accused of the of the the most horrible kinds of uh, persecution of innocent American civilians, and they have no response. They don't even they don't even bother to issue a pro forma denial, Roger Stone. Well, and it's they're playing word games. I mean, no, wiretapping is an outdated technology. They don't actually right. plant bugs in your room or in your phone or in your computer. It's all done electronically. They don't need to wiretap, which is interesting because the New York Times headline on January 10th was. Trump associates wiretap. That's the headline. Right. Uh, I remember that. Subhead probe of probe of Russian uh, ties. Now, when you look at it online, they have softened that headline to be something innocuous, but the story remains the same. I had no Russian contacts to monitor. I still don't. It's an absurdity. So, where where can people go if they want to learn more about your case and about what you're up to these days, Roger Stone? Uh, they can definitely go to RogerStone.com. Uh, there you can not only see uh, the link to my daily show, uh, my net-based show, which is at uh, rumble.com slash rogerstone, or just go to rogerstone.com. And then every Sunday on WABC in New York, 77 WABC Radio, I'm on from 4 to 6 p.m. Sunday afternoons. You can go to wabcradio.com anywhere in the world and listen to that. Should be a hot show this uh, Sunday with uh, you taking a victory lap. Well, I'm trying to get George Papadopoulos on, one of my fellow uh, targetees. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to try to get Judge Napolitano. That guy deserves a victory lap. He called this before anyone. He was ostracized for it. Today, as you might imagine, he feels entirely exonerated. Yeah. Well, c- congrats. I, I know you did go through hell, Roger, and they, uh, they, they really persecuted is the right word for what they did to you. And uh, congratulations, though, uh, on, on uh, prevailing in the end. We appreciate it. Thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you again. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making even that first phone call to get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you in this new year, 2024? Put yourself and your health first. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can, too. Make your health a priority. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. Howie Carr is back. 
844-500-4242. Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger just dropped the uh, second part of their uh, series on the the dirty tricks of the Russian collusion hoax against Donald Trump about an hour ago. It's beyond a paywall at Substack, but uh, someone's paying for it, and we'll write something, and we'll get get you a uh, a, a summation of it. as the as the afternoon goes on, but you heard Roger Stone three point five million dollars. He was out three point five million. He's he's in his seventies. He, he can't ever get that money back. And uh, you know that's this is the the definition of lawfare. The process is the punishment. They have the the feds have unlimited resources. This so does the state, the Commonwealth. But the feds have even more resources. And you, you can't fight City Hall, as the old saying goes. If you can't fight City Hall, how do you fight the, uh, the entire federal government? They have, they have unlimited resources. They, remember they, remember they, when they arrested him? He was, he was living in Broward County, and they had, what, 20 FBI agents? They, he had a canal behind his house. They had an amphibious landing. They had dogs going into the house. His, his wife's deaf. She couldn't hear anything. She was she was petrified with the with those dogs, and they and and there was a CNN crew there. It just it was ter- it was terrible what they did to him. Eight four four five and all of them, all of them, including all the members of the Trump family. There were about seven or eight of the of those 27, 28 people were uh, Trump Trump family members, including Donald J. Trump and Ted Cruz and Chris Christie. Chris Christie, think about that. I love my pillows products. I sleep with their pillows. I wear their slippers. I dry off with their towels. Now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who do you believe most threatens your own personal safety? Russians from outer space, illegal aliens crossing the border, or deep state Democrats? Deep state Democrats. 54% say deep state Dems. 45% say illegals. 1% say Russians from outer space. (laughs) That's what they're pushing. You know, again, the little boy can only cry wolf so many times. So this is uh, Robin uh, Yurti, who uh, worked for Willis and was her friend for 30 years and rented her the apartment, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, she she was uh, casting casting doubt that the uh, sexual relationship between Wade and Willis began in 2022. Cut 14. And so you're, you know, without going into all the the painstaking details, there is no doubt in your mind that from 2019 until 2022, um, Miss Willis and Mr. Wade were in a romantic relationship. What's the question? Um, You have no doubt that their romantic relationship was in effect from 2019 until the last time you spoke with her. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. By the way, he is not recalling, not recalling being traveling with Willis in uh, 2021. That's Nathan Wade. We're going to play some more of these cuts when we come back, and I'll let you respond. If you're if you're watching this, it's it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. She she had a forty six hundred dollar tax lien on her house, but she claimed she had fifteen thousand in cash. Now, that were me. 
I think I would have settled that tax lien pretty quickly. I never had a tax lien. Don't want to ever have a tax lien on my house, on Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. So, uh, the the lawyer who originally broke this case, uh, Michael Roman's lawyer, he's one of the Trump's co-defendants. She's she's through for the time being, and they have another lawyer up there again, named Steve Sado, and he's questioning her. She's calmed down. Uh, she seems to have calmed down a little bit, Fanny Willis, after accusing uh, Ashley of uh, lying a couple of times. At one point, uh, she said, "It's a lie! It's a lie!" and the judge. Uh, called a five-minute recess to, to let her uh, try to calm down. <laughs> you know, the, none, of this, uh, none of this stuff is very believable, in, in my opinion. We'll take, a couple of, uh, we'll take a couple of calls here, and then we'll, uh, then we'll go back. We got some cuts from uh, earlier in the day from Nathan Wade. 844-500-4242, Brian, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, Howie, how are you? Good. I've, uh, I'm retired from federal law enforcement. I worked about 30 years in it and also did some state uh, law enforcement work. And the first rule they tell you when you get up on a stand, never volunteer. Right. Keep your answers short. And I'm, I'm kind of loving listening to her because it's almost <laughs> like she's digging her own grave. It, it, certainly, it certainly is. I mean, this is... You know, and again, you don't have to be a lawyer to understand this. If you're like you, a cop like me, a reporter, a court officer, or just a, just someone who's retired and, and likes to go and watch trials because sometimes it can be good entertainment if it's the right trial. I mean, anyone who's spent any time in a courtroom knows that this is not the demeanor that you want to put across. I mean, there's no jury there. It's just up to the judge. But she's not making a good impression on anybody, is she? No, not at all. Not from what I've heard. And I'm wondering, too, uh, you know, it, it doesn't sound like she and uh, her boy toy got together to, you know, coordinate testimony dates or anything else like that. You know, uh, given their uh, sketchiness, you would think that would have been something they did right from the get go. Yeah. And th- this whole thing about, uh, y- you know, it, it doesn't I, I mean, we, we were all adults and and you don't you very seldom work closely with somebody and you're attracted to them and you don't have any, dare I say it, a physical relationship for two or three years. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't pass the, uh, the, the believability test, in my opinion. Exactly. And hopefully the, uh, the prosecutor in final arguments or closing arguments will bring all these uh, threads together and uh, make right. a nice uh, straight jacket out of it. Right. Thanks for the call, Brian. I, I just ask you, fifteen thousand dollars in the house, in your house, in cash, and she said, "Where, where did you get that money?" And she said, "I got it from my own blood, blood and sweat, and I don't know if she said blood, sweat, and tears, but blood and sweat or tears and sweat." So two, two of the she three said of work, us. sweat, and tears. What did she say? Work, sweat, and tears. Work, sweat, and tears. <laughs> 
Okay, 844-500-4242. So this is Nathan Wade. When he, he's asked about, did you travel with her in 2023? Yes. Did you travel with her in 2022? And then, the, of course, the follow-up question going backwards is 2021. Cut 15. So in 2023, December, you said you didn't have any receipts. I do not have any receipts. I did not have any receipts. But you did travel with Miss Willis in 2023, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2022, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2021, correct? No. So you only traveled with her in 2022 and 2023? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. That's what you recall? Yes. Okay. Um, so you just don't remember if you traveled with her in 2021? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. Is what you recall. My question is, did you travel with her in 2021? not recalling any travel in 2021. So it's not yes or no, you just don't remember? I'm not recalling any travel in 2021. So you did not travel with her in 2021? This has been covered. Let's keep going. Thank you. If I were in the jury, if there were jury and I I were on the jury, I would, uh, I would recall that myself when we were in jury deliberations. And I would say, Did you notice the Weasley way he answered that question, my fellow jurors? Okay, so listen to this one here. This is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, Now, tell me if this if if this uh, is is anything like your personal experience when you're you're sharing expenses with your your significant other. Cut seventeen. You said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? Oh, it was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. She paid cash. Where'd the cash come from? From her house. Where'd she get the cash from? From her work and her sweat and her tears. Oh, okay. So you had cash to pay for all these uh, love getaways, but you didn't have cash to pay the property taxes on your house. Is, Is that your testimony, Madam District Attorney? Eight four four five hundred. What about the the trip to Belize? Is that how you pronounce it? Cut eighteen. Let me say this. Let's take the Belize trip for example. Since okay. you started there, that was a birthday gift to me. So I paid nothing for that trip. Zero. A birthday trip. One of the texters said they. they, they she said at one time they. They went to South Carolina. It was it was a five hour drive to South Carolina from wherever from Atlanta to wherever they were in South Carolina. That's a long trip, right? They had lunch with Fanny's sister, and then they immediately drove back to South Carolina, to Georgia. I mean, excuse me. And uh, and one of the texters said he he had to be bought and paid for 
to go to spend 10 hours in a car to go have lunch with Sugar Mama's sister. I, I tend to agree. Maureen, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Maureen. Thank you for taking my call. Um, yeah, uh, Maureen on Cape Cod, and let me be clear, because I want to be overly inclusive about Fanny Fraud. Um, with her obnoxious tone, I say keep her on the stand and let her rip. She is such a snip and a snark, and I say let people listen to her for as long as she wants to keep on rambling. She's awful. Oh, I... I... I think the lawyers concur with your assessment, and I think they're going to let her speak uh, for for as long as it it takes. You know, she's. Uh, I would draw money from the bank. Yes, talk about talk about talking taking about cash from the. I'm just reading the cuts as we go along. Either and she's trying to explain where the cash comes from. Do you know how many times you have to have to take cash out of a out of an ATM to get to fifteen thousand bucks? A lot. A lot, and there there should be some records, I would think, of of these uh, of these withdrawals. If she's got fifteen thousand dollars in cash, where did it <laughs> where did it come from? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six one seven. She has a lien on her house, but takes the other genius to Belize. Yes, yeah, you you heard the testimony correctly. Yes. Todd, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Todd. Howie, first time call us. Uh, Thank you. This is crazy. How many times do you go on a cruise and you don't know what cruise line, you don't know when, and she said she's only been on one twice with him? I, I'm not a big cruise guy. I don't, I don't like being stuck on a boat. But, you know, I it yeah, I, I, the people I know who take cruises, they plan these things months, sometimes almost a year in advance, don't they, Todd? I didn't even know what time she went. I don't know if it was April. I don't know if it was October. You know, come on. This is just a joke. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, don't, I, I don't think the judge is, uh, is liking it too much, but I, I don't, you know. Who knows what? Who knows what he's going to do? It. This is this is up to him whether or not he's going to, uh, whether or not he's going to disqualify her. And the thing is, I I also read in his biography that uh, they they elect George, uh, they elect judges in Georgia. He was appointed to fill a vacancy by uh, Brian Kemp, the Republican governor. So he's up for reelection in May. That's not that far away, May of 2024. So he's uh, he's got to worry about that as well. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Rambo four one three says, "Can I get me a birthday trip here?" <laughs> oh boy, uh, five oh eight. I'm sure all the receipts are contemporaneous with the trips, right? But but the thing is, she she doesn't she doesn't say she has any receipts for paying him back. I mean, her only defense is that she somehow paid him back. But there are no receipts, so this is why she's got the cash defense. So the cash defense is that she she keeps fifteen thousand dollars in her house. Sometimes that's the most she's ever had, and the reason she does that is because her father, the former Black Panther, uh, had three safes in his house when she was growing up there in the uh, you know with uh, with Daddy as she calls him. And so that's that's why she keeps all the cash. But again, she's been a public servant as far as I could determine her entire career. So very few public servants I know, you know, even if I don't know what she makes as DA, but she wasn't 
the DA for very long. How the hell does an assistant district attorney, an assistant county prosecutor, come up with $15,000 in cash? When she's, she's got a house and she's got kids, too. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Some things just go together, you know, like Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. I'm just, that's a joke. But some things do go better together. Peanut butter and jelly, Bert and Ernie, a blockbuster movie, and a bucket of popcorn. You know what else goes great together? Anything you do and your Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon Everyday Earbuds make everything better. If you if you were walking around uh, today, uh, taking a, getting some uh, getting some fresh air, walking the dog, you could be listening to this uh, this this radio show. You could you could actually be listening to the uh, testimony of uh, of Fannie Willis on your uh, Raycon Everyday earbuds. I use my Raycon Everyday earbuds every day, and they are the best. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they'll actually stay in your ears whether you're going for a run or just dancing around to your favorite tunes. Like any serious love story, your Raycons are here for a good time and a long time with eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. Most importantly, you get amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. Right, Taylor? That's right. They are just every bit as, bit as good as anything else out there and a much better price point as well. Last night I was listening to Cannonball Adderley on my uh, my Raycons. Ooh, really good stuff. That's, live yeah, that's good old-fashioned old jazz. Good jazz, yeah, and it was phenomenal. Just just puts you right there and puts you in a great mood. Yeah, and that's why they get these great five-star five reviews, tens of thousands of five-star reviews on social media for Raycon's Everyday Earbuds. They've got the customizable sound profiles, three of them, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mood so you know what's going on around you. They're just the best. And as Taylor said, they're for just about half the price of the other premium audio brands, and they're just as good, if not better. So go to buyraycon.com slash Howie today to get 15% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash Howie to score 15% off with free shipping. Buyraycon.com slash Howie. I'm Howie Carr. Looking for the perfect gift for the Howie Car fan in your life? Or maybe you're looking for a great deal on a local restaurant or entertainment venue. We've got them all. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click store. He's Howie Carr. It's it's hard to follow the uh, the the Chirons, the, the uh, subtitles on the uh, on on the video, but at one point I think uh, Steve Sado, the uh, lawyer who's now now finished up, said uh, asked her about her cash hoards. H o a r d s, and uh, from what I can see on the on the subtitles, she misunderstood him and and thought that she, he had said a word other than horde, if you know what I mean. I think she was about to uh, take offense, but then she realized that that's that wasn't the word that she thought he had said. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. John, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, John. 
Hey, uh, Howie, how long do you suppose that they've been the Liberals have been planting these judges and DAs? They're obviously not qualified at all. Uh, and how long do you suppose this has been going on for a long time? It didn't just happen yesterday. Well, I mean, it's just that, you know, she she ran against the incumbent. She was working for uh, for the previous DA, and, uh, and and she decided to take him out. And this this is what's happening in a lot of these places where the, the old guy that, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, Morgenthau, he, he'd been the DA for, I think, 40 years in Manhattan, and then he got old, and uh, his, his father was in the FDR administration. He went to Deerfield like like me and uh you know but he he was he was like he was a democrat and he was a liberal and then he was replaced by cyrus vance who was even more liberal but he was still like kind of normal he he you know but then vance left and then they then uh soros stepped in and got uh, gave all the money to brag to get elected so I mean, this is happening over and over again you know you used to have uh you know you have kim fox in uh in Chicago, you have Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. You have Gar- uh, George Gascon in uh, in San Francisco, and these guys are really hard to get out once they get in. I mean, they they uh, they got rid of the guy in San Francisco whose uh, parents were uh, weathermen murderers, but they he's the only one they've been able to oust, and they just elected one of them in uh, Cumberland County in Portland, Maine. John, do we have the, the we have the horde cut? Thanks for the call, John. My words cash hoard that you had collected over time. Cash what? Hoard, H-O-R-D-E. Oh, I thought you said something different, sir. No, I'm afraid I wouldn't say that uh-huh. in any circumstances to you or in All right, back on track. The hoard, cash hoard debt. I, I would not classify. <laughs> I think you misspelled hoard, too. Isn't it H-O-A-R-D? A hoard, that's, that's what's coming across the border, swarming across the border of illegal aliens, a hoard, H-O-R-D, as opposed to the third way to pronounce the word slightly different uh that's what she was thinking about 844-500-4242 what did her boy toy do with the cash wouldn't he use it to pay half of his business credit card i believe he said he gave it to his kids you know which is uh, which you know again that, that reminded me of uh you know when uh, kevin white the former mayor of boston now deceased got uh, got $100,000 cash the the feds asked him uh, where this $100,000 cash come from and he said it's from my mother and his mother was like 85 years old and she was as senile as joe biden and so that was that was the end of it so i guess you know they they figure well we can't we can't ask the kids, and the kids, you know, what are the kids going to say? I mean, you know, if he's a, at all decent father, he's probably always giving them something, some kind of cash. He also said that he was a world traveler and been on many of the continents. Have, in the six. Have you been on any of those continents with him? Um, Besides this one? Uh, where's Belize? What continent is it? I'm not being funny. I don't know. Let's say with the exception of Belize with him. I've been to the Bahamas with him. I've been with Aruba with him. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. Whatever continents those are, that's where I've been. I'm sure if I gave it some thought, I would tell you. But whatever continents those are, that I've been to those locations. So. <laughs> continent here, continent there. As long as you're not in continent, that's the important thing. I'm Howie Carr. Thank you.